It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. What's up, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Jahan X. You now listen to Fuck It. Let's talk about it. Oh, man. I don't even know where to get the start. I started this podcast, you know, hitting it hard, doing, you know, doing some cool shit, having fun. And I recently just got hit with three deaths in my family in, in this year alone. Um... I lost my my grandma, and then a month later, I lost my auntie, and then just yesterday, I lost my grandpa. And it's been, you know, it's it's, it's been real tough. I know a lot of y'all may not want to hear this, but like I said, this is my fucking podcast. I'm gonna talk about what I want to talk about on here. And yeah, I mean, shit's just been rough. Um, that's why I, I wasn't able to do my podcast. Uh, most of y'all know me. If you listen to my podcast, you know what I do for a living. I do porn, and it's kind of hard trying to get my dick hard, as so to say, when I got all this on my mind. And it's not to be just the deaths. I got family issues, like fighting over money and all that type of stuff. And then we get back good, and then I find out more shit. And, you know, I'm just trying to be here and be strong for my pops while I go through all this. Um, This whole podcast ain't going to be about this, but, I mean, this is my podcast. So I feel like this is the time where I can sit here and I can, you know, kind of get out the things I've been thinking about and shit. But what I've learned over this time is you got family that you love and you got family you think you love and that's there for you and... You think y'all was family for all these years, but then you find out about all the dirty shit that didn't happen and all that, and you try to be good with them for just the sake of family and all that, and, you know, it is what it is, I guess. I don't want to put too much information to make anybody feel bad because I'm trying to work out things with my family, but yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. I just, I'm, I'm in my, I'm in my, uh... Man, I'm in my grandpa's room right now doing this podcast. And, you know, I, I just drove back down here to L.A. to be here for family. I'm going to be doing a speech for my grandpa's funeral. And it's just tough when you lose all that. And I'm a grandchild. Loved my grandpa the past three months. I was there for him and taking him to the hospital and everything with my dad. I got some family members that don't care. 
But I mean, it, you know, it is what it is. And the thing I just think is my dad lost his mother, his sister, and his dad in, in three months. Like, man. That shit's tough. But I mean, I'm going to uh try to lift up the spirits on this one. So just letting you guys know that that's the reason I haven't really been on my podcast lately is because I've been dealing with a lot of family stuff. But my dad been dealing with things and holding in strong and was telling me, you know, you got to got to keep working. You got to keep doing what you do. It's life. I mean, you can't just sit around and be sad because you sit around and be sad. I mean, then I lose my business. And then if I can't make no money and do shit no more, then what was what was so good of me sitting here crying and I wanted to, you know. That's just like if my dad passed, like, I don't know what the fuck would happen. I'd be fucking sick. But I can't quit. I got to keep moving. I got to make money. I got to honor his name and shit. So that's all I'm trying to do. So I love you, Grandma. I love you, Auntie. You know, things was crazy with your kids and we got into issues. I love you. And I'm glad you told me you loved me before you passed. And Grandpa, you know I love you. I was there for you and did everything I could. So yeah, I'm um getting to talking about some different stuff in my podcast. Probably gonna talk about about how to push forward and shit. You know, when you're dealing with all this type of stuff, and you gotta keep working hard, and you know, not not don't. I got my Hennessy right here too, so I'm I'm definitely gonna be drunk while I'm doing this. But it's yeah, I'm gonna talk about how when you run into problems you still need to you know strive forward and 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 do good and someone wanted me to cover uh talk about relationships and some other stuff like that so yeah i'm gonna get into that like i said this is jahan x thank you for listening to my podcast and fuck it let's talk about it all right y'all so it's like when you're running into to issues what what are you supposed to do? Like, a lot of people have regular jobs. And something happened. You still got to go to work, right? And be there. You got a family to provide for. Shit, you might have a new car. And that might be your baby. So, shit, you need to go to work and provide to pay that car note. But at the same time, when you're dealing with someone that died, you're like, fuck, man, I still need to go to work. A lot of us can get grievance periods and shit like that for my job. I can't do that. My job is me, you know. I, I, I sling dick, for, you know, like I sling dick for a living. And when I first was going through all these issues, it was like, man, I'm, I'll try to hop on webcam. And then my dad would call me and tell me something sad or something happened. So I'm just like, man, I just can't work through this. I'm on Twitter, like, even though I ain't be doing nothing actively, I'm I get on Twitter, it just feels weird, like, you know, posting up my videos and and retweeting my shit and going on Snapchat. It just it just feels weird knowing I got all these issues. But at the end of the day, I just noticed that like I said in my intro, you got to keep working hard. And that's why I'm doing my podcast right now. I'm really challenging myself to do this podcast because as soon as I get off this fucking podcast, I have to go to the funeral home and help set up arrangements for my family and stuff like that. But I would, 
and it, and it's kind of weird. Like you know, the type of lifestyle I live is kind of is it's not conventional. You know, I'm not having a regular job and shit like that. And some of my family look at what I do. That's kind of like, oh, okay, that's cool what you do, but uh, okay, you you know how people look at people that are technically you know sex workers and shit. You know how we get that over our head. But I'm totally happy with what I do. And if it wasn't for what I, I do, I wouldn't be able to take these trips to L.A. and every day and pay for this and pay for that and still be making money. Like, I'm driving down here in L.A. I can check on my phone. Boom. Ten people just subscribe to my my Connect Pal. eleven ninety nine a month. Ten people right there. Bam. I just made 100 Okay. This rental car just cost 200 All right. I just knocked 100 off my rental car. Like, I'm I'm happy and blessed that I got that going. So that works out pretty good for me, you know. And one second, let me take a sip of my Hennessy. So, you know, I'm glad I got that going for me. Oh, another thing, I'm not, there's, there's not, um, going to be any interviews on here today. It's just me straight up talking. Um, someone, damn, someone on Snapchat wanted me to talk about something. Oh, they wanted me to talk about swingers. So I'm going to get enough away from the sad shit. Sorry if I bored y'all with that. Um, so swingers, I'm, I've actually, that's the one thing I've actually never done before or actually ever been to a swinger party. I mean, I haven't seen pictures and videos and shit like that and heard stories about it, but I actually never been to a actual swinger party, but would I go to one? Yeah, I, I think so, but it had to be set up. I'm, I'm kind of thinking about doing my own type of swinger parties. Like you're going to have to be. It's going to have to be a process. <laughs> it's going to have to be a process to go to my, my party. I need pictures. You have to have valid testing. I'm matching up people to make sure everything is good. And when you come in there, you can't take your own clothes off. You can't just come in there and just get undressed. You got to find someone that wants to hook up with you there or whatever, and they got to take your clothes off. Because you can just imagine, someone just go to a swinger party, motherfucker get up in there and just start taking their clothes off. Like, all right, my nigga, like, it's all, it's all you can. You, you look like a creep. You know, you know, it's a swinger party and people came here to have sex. It's like, it, it's it's some rules to that shit. <laughs> that's that, that's how I look at it. But couples that can swing, I feel have big, big and a lot of self-confidence and within themselves and within a relationship because you're taking the person that you have and that you only be fucking with to a party where there's other motherfuckers and you're allowing your motherfucker to fuck with a, another motherfucker like that. And that shows confidence. A lot of people can't, a lot of people can't deal with that. That's like when the industry I'm in, a lot of girls don't want to date me because they're like, okay, well, you just went to go fuck that girl. Now you're coming home to me. But that's, that's the field I am. That's where I'm at. And I can actually go work and go do a video with a girl and come back home and want my girl even more because what I just did, because it's a mindset. Like I look at that shit just like work. I come home and I see my woman. That's my motherfucking woman. I want you. Yeah, okay. Let me hop in the shower and do all that first. And then, you know, we good. You feel me? <laughs> One more sip of Hennessy. This episode going to be kind of short. I don't have that much time to be doing this one today. So it's going to be a little short. Also, I did a um, like a crossover episode with Mini Scarlet. Um, I'm going to post this one up. And I'm actually going to just use her same you know, interview that we did. Actually, I might throw that motherfucker on here. That might make that even better. 
but yeah, I'm just using this one to get my feet wet to get back in the game on this. I love doing podcasts. Uh, let me think. Somebody wanted me to talk about something else. If you guys don't mind, I'm gonna go on my Snapchat real quick. And that's another thing too. If y'all got questions and y'all want me to talk about certain things, I need y'all to hit me up and you know give me ideas. Like I wasn't even expecting to do this podcast today. Especially going through all the shit I'm going through. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get on this shit and talk. Because if anybody listened to my first episode, y'all know that I don't give a fuck. It's my <laughs> it's my podcast. I'm going to come on here. I'm going to talk about what I want. I don't have no scripts. I don't have nothing written out. I'm not following no guidelines. I'm not doing none of that. It's just strictly, you know, getting to it. But, yeah. So, I kind of just wanted to use this as a bridge episode. If you guys want to ask me questions... You guys can go to my Twitter. My Twitter handler is it's Jahan X. That's my Twitter. You guys can hit me up on there with questions. Or you can go on my email. My email for my podcast is fuck it. Let's talk about it. Jahan at Gmail. And the fuck it the fuck is not F U C K. It's F C K. Like as the title in my podcast. So what I'm gonna do for this one, I'm gonna actually Post up the the talk I had with Mini Scarlet. It's a long talk. I mean, we went right range or shit. We were kind of high too, so we talked about fucking and I think we even talked about music and all that type of shit. So I'm gonna cut and paste some of that shit up on here so y'all can hear that. But yeah, I'm back on my podcast weekly. Podcast is gonna be coming out. Thank you, thank you guys for supporting me. Um, check out my website. If anybody want to see all my porn videos, you go to connectpal.com. Slash it's Jahan. Alright. I love y'all. Keep fucking with me. And I promise y'all I'm going to bring y'all some more. That shit's crazy though. I never even went clubbing in the Bay. Really? Yeah. You never went to City Nights? I went. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I went to fucking City Nights when I was like, like 19. Who, like who hasn't, huh? When I was like 19. Because they were like, it's like an 18 plus club, isn't it? Yeah. 18 up. Yeah. That is hilarious, man. That is fucking hilarious. Um, let's see. So you got into porn basically when you were like 22? Uh, you were 26 now? Yeah. 20, or 27? 27, yeah. Like, what was I like? 23. 23. Yeah, 23. Okay, yeah. for sure. That's cool. I started off slow. I kind of like started a little bit because I was like, damn, I'm going to be doing this and like on the low ass level and then someone find out who I am. I'm going to be hella embarrassed. So like I did it for a little bit. Took a step back and then I was like, you know, fucking a movie. Pursue it. Hell yeah. Because you were kind of like, well, my full, I was going to put my, say, put your foot in the door, but the dick in the door. <laughs> full, have you measured your dick? How big mm-hmm. is it? It's, this is just me it, being it a depend, It depends. Way. Like, if it's I like know, a good day. Sometimes and like, I swear dicks be like fluctuating. <laughs> I'm like, sometimes I'll just like pull out one and I'm like, oh my God, has it always. I'm not going to lie, like one time I'm. Measured, I measured myself and it was like seven and a half. And I was like, what the fuck? That seems crazy not, for the seven. way that I, it I was, was like, I'm not seven. I know I'm not seven and a half. No, and then I, I like, think like eight and a half. I had like, at least nine. No, nine and a half. And, a half. Yeah. Yeah, and then I had like a girl like do it for me, like give me head and do it. Right. And it was like nine and a half. But then Oof. it was kind of like, I was pushing a little bit. Yeah, you know, so like it was, was like, kind of like the like, heart. Yeah. yeah. No, I got you. I got you. Okay. 
All right, so this little part uh, is gonna be like Jehan's gonna take over because we're basically doing a collaboration because uh, he has a podcast too. What, what's, what's your podcast? Our called? podcast is called Fuck It. Let's talk about it with Jehan. Um, did two episodes in already, so kind of getting my my feet wet, you know. And you can find it on like iTunes and iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, all you gotta do is type in Jehan X and you'll oh, find it. That- that's so that's great i hate when people fucking have like this weird ass branding thing where they're like well you look up this on here and i'm like look i don't have time for all of that i want to google one thing <laughs> and find all your shit they're like type in jahan x back uh backlash abc jahan has uh, instead of the a's they're fours like <laughs> i'm like what <laughs> don't forget to put the asterisk at the end of it right i'm like i'm so sorry i can't i can't do it um okay but yeah it's it's Jahan X. So it's very simple. If you want to follow him on Twitter, it's honestly really great. And I only, I don't shoot boy girl. So if I'm following you and you're a male performer, it's probably because I like to look at. I would love to shoot like a scene with her so bad, but I know she doesn't, but I think about it all the time. I would. <laughs> but this goes like perfect like you into my, my segment. I mean, honestly. Who knows? I'm not going to rule out anything because, you know, weird shit happens all the time. <laughs> Things, you know what I mean? Like, I slowly have, like, not inched into boy girl, but, like, I started doing little videos where it's, like, a guy's hand and, like, you know what I mean? Like, just little things like that. So, I never really know what's going to happen. Um, have you done, but, like, a head video for a guy? Or no? Not even that? No. I so, Okay, so, I do this thing. So I think this is a huge reason why I keep keep it so exclusive. It's like I'll have like the the like an iPhone quality, not lit well at all. Like literally, like a dude I was fucking with, like me sucking his dick for like two minutes, mm. no pop shot, nothing fancy. Oh, just a I'm, tease, not, yeah. I'm not wearing any makeup, or I'm wearing some bullshit thing. My, I'm wearing my glasses, my hair is up, all that stuff, but. I'll sell it for like a hundred dollars. Oh hell yeah! You know what I mean. Especially and if you, it's not that you don't have that demand, or you don't have that much footage of that out there. Yeah, exactly. You can get your money off and of I will literally only sell ten of them. So if you leak that shit, I'll know because I fucking embedded a secret <laughs> little trait, like copyright thing, or not a copyright thing, but like a watermark. So each mm. one will have a different one mm-hmm. because I only sell ten. So if I'm making a thousand dollars off this one two minute video, and you try and leak it, which you probably won't want to because you spent so much fucking money on it, then you know what I mean. I'll know who the fuck it was. Like, so I'm very like careful about stuff. When like you that. do shit like that, you know your buyers too. Most of your buyers ain't trying to. Right. Shit they like don't that, really. Yeah. yeah. They don't really want to see it. And then like. I don't know. I feel like the guys who actually do do it, they value it so much because it's it's so exclusive. So they like feel like they have something special, which you honestly do. It's a gem because I watch it sometimes and I'm just like, mm, I look so good, dick. <laughs> like I should just really do it. So I don't really know. And like, like I said, Jayhan walked into my house today and I was just like, oh, you're so tall. You got a cute mm. little hat on, and I already know what your dick looks like. Oh yeah, so. What's the premise of your segment? Because we didn't really talk so about that. What we're going to talk about is Confession. how we met and pretty much what, how it went from there. Okay, so. I know we was on 
you follow each other on Twitter. Yeah. I don't know how. And like I said, I don't follow boys on Twitter for the most part unless I really like what they have to say or I want to look at them. And I like watching guys jerk off. Like, I don't know why. It's just like... I don't know why. Like, it's not my main thing. Like, when I go onto porn, I'm not like guys jerking off. That's like not my thing thing. But like, if I really like the dude, the dick, like the dick looks nice and like he's kind of into it. Like, I like it and I like watching like guys come on themselves, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I just, I don't know. Sue me, okay? I like it. <laughs> and uh, so Jalen has great videos like that. Like, and they're always like, he has this one video. I'll never forget it. So he has a fucking like glass of wine. I don't know if you got I don't know if you have a blunt, but he probably has a blunt in his other hand and he's fucking chilling, standing up with his dick looking all good and shit, and then some bitch backing it up on his fucking cock like Oh my god, and he wasn't even thrusting. She was doing all of it and it looked so fucking good. And okay, so Jayla, she's like sim like not we obviously have completely different looks or whatever, but we're both tattooed Asian girls or whatever. She has like the ass that I kind of wish I had. I feel like the difference, like a lot of times people think I'm Filipino, but you could really tell I'm Vietnamese because my body is different. Filipino girls are a little bit thicker usually. They have like That's the more thing I leg. noticed about her, like the first time like, I grabbed her ass, I'm like, what the fuck did I just get? Like, <laughs> like ding, 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 lottery. You know what I mean? So if there was, I hate to say it, there, well, if there was two things I could change about myself, one would be like my skin and then my second thing would be my butt. But I'm pretty happy with all of it, so I'm not going to really complain or whatever. But this girl had like this petite frame but she had like this juicy like you could just tell it was like a juicy nice it was not like a bone in sight you know and it was like kind of like it was like "Mm, that good i was like this man is living and then there was like another picture where it was like his dick and it was like hard and was next to a hennessy bottle and he was just like you're coming over. I don't know. Some bullshit like that. I was like, I don't even drink. But I was like, okay, babe, I'll be right there. <laughs> but, you know, I, I obviously didn't. But so that's how we met was Twitter. And then I think he probably asked me to shoot content or something. And I was like, no, I don't mm-hmm. do boy girl. Nah, nah, nah. Like, I always do that little thing. I think what really triggered it, I was on Tinder. Mm-hmm. And I was swiping and I saw you. And I was <gasps> like, oh, shit. And then I really? super liked it you. Yeah. And I waited like a day. And I DM'd you. I was like, I super liked you. He was like, uh, you can just text me. And I was like, oh, okay. That's <gasps> he what super liked me, you guys. And I didn't. I'm surprised. Hollywood me. But you know what? I'd never respond to anyone. Like my Twitter or my my uh, Tinder, I hardly ever respond. But I can't believe it because I feel like they would have shown you to me if you super liked me. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wow. And that that flatters me so much that he super liked me, you guys. That's, um, why, I, that's why I DM'd you out there. Because I wanted to hit you up to shoot with you. Then you was like, you know, nah. I swear sliding into the DMs, like we could talk all this shit about it, but it really does go down in the DM. Like, it's necessary. It's so necessary. If I didn't get in your DMs, we wouldn't be here right now. No, we wouldn't. Much. And this is the second time he's been to my house, you guys. So, okay. So let's... <laughs> rewind skirt so we go he dms me super likes me and i probably had the same exact reaction that i had now i'm like oh my god you super like me because like look at your dick or whatever <laughs> you know and like also at the time everybody knows this i had just gotten out of breakup or whatever it's been eight months now so it's still low-key fresh but i'm like you know emerging from the flames or whatever because it was a five-year relationship mm, okay. so um I was probably like in a different space or whatever too. So, uh, you know, male attention or whatever was just very like validating, I guess I should say. Um, And I was hooking up with like a lot of people at the time, just I think to prove to myself that I could Mm. and be, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like where you're kind of like, ah, I I know how to date. I know how to be around other people my age. I know. Because it was with an older guy too. So I really was like trying to connect with people my age and people who like grew up like me or people who listen to the same music as me or people who go out to the same places as me or whatever. Excuse me. Because there's a different dynamic when you're dating someone who's older, who Mm. isn't into the same things. Even if they are into the same things, which my dude was not. So he didn't appreciate certain sides of me and I had to kind of stifle them for a few years. Uh... And then I was like, fuck it. Now I want to fucking fuck with dudes up, mine. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I want and lately I've just been dating dudes who are like within my like within four years of, of my age. Like you're 27. I'm 24. Not even dating, really. I only really have been dating, quote unquote, one guy, but like hooking up with connecting, trying to figure out what the fuck was going on because now I feel like I'm pretty into it or whatever but when I was on Tinder I was like oh is this what people are doing now oh people like this da, 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 da. and now I'm like let me connect with all the dumb young <laughs> idiots about Spongebob memes y'all please you know cause like my fucking old dude would be like old like former now I wasn't calling him old I'm sorry <laughs> he would be like oh this meme I was like I saw that like six months ago <laughs> yeah, we the have fuck you are late shit. as fuck <laughs> Right. And dating, like, you know, when you date, like, older ages and shit like that, you kind of, things change. Like, I was, like, clubbing a lot, and then I started fucking with Jalen. Like, she's starting to do things I do. I'm like, damn, you don't want to go clubbing? Mm-hmm. She's like, no. I'm like, damn, I really done rubbed off on you, huh? Because, like, we, I, I'm 27. I, I didn't been clubbing every fucking night of the week for so many years and shit. Like, I don't feel the need that I need to go to the club no more. But I'm right. thinking, like... You know, certain 24-year-olds, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. there's an exception to the rule, but, like, most 24-year-olds still want to party. Like, I was partying right. when right. I was 24, you know? Of course. Yeah, and that's kind of what I wanted to do. And, like, he didn't, he wasn't stifling in a way where it was, like, super controlling or anything like that, where I couldn't do stuff. 
But I also just know, like, he had a whole, like, he had a fucking ex-wife who was some 40-year-old white lady. His dad still used the term oriental, <laughs> you know? And I was just like, mm, I'm too young for this, man. Because I, like, literally met him when I was 19. So when Jehan slid into my DMs, I was just like, oh my gosh, people like me. Like, I forgot that this was, like, life is lit. I forgot. So from when I first, how long ago was that, do you think? Uh, like three, four months ago. Three, four months ago. When okay. we actually met? Yeah. Yeah, like three, four months ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he came over to my house. Um, I had honestly no idea what to expect. I don't even know if I knew you were from the Bay at the time. No, I don't think so. But I feel like that, I don't know, like the vibe is cool. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it was chill. We smoked a blunt. It wasn't hella awkward. Like, sometimes, like, there have been dudes who, like, come over to my house, and I swear, like, three seconds after I'm done, I'm like, can you? Like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? And I was like, oh, I'm cool with you chilling or whatever if you want. But then he bounced, and I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, amazing. I'd've, I'd've he had, got shit to time. do. I had times like that, too. You sit there, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, there was a meme. It was like when it's three seconds after your Tinder date and you are done fucking, you're like, why are you still here? (laughs) You know? And like, uh, I told a few of the stories on my podcast or whatever, but there was like this dude who I was so done. I put on all my clothes. I went to the bathroom Mm. to put on all my clothes. I put on my panties, my fucking pants, my shirt, my bra, whatever, all everything. I come back. He's like underneath the sheets like, you want to go again? I was like, Ugh, <laughs> is your sweat on my blanket? Because I'm so upset right now. <laughs> when we when I came over here, it was kind of, I didn't know what to expect, but like it really like turned into like some like really good shit. It was chill, yeah. yeah. And I kind of gave you a heads up too. I was like, so look, I know you see me on Twitter. I look a certain way and don't get me wrong. Like I always, I don't know why I have this complex of like, I look so different, but I was just like in a ponytail in my fucking glasses and I'm super laid back. Like I really don't give a shit about like the porn industry clout and Mm. like all that stuff. Like I like it, you know, don't get me wrong. I like certain parts of it and stuff like that. And a lot of my friends are in porn, obviously like the porn industry, the mainstream porn Mm. industry and stuff. And that's cool and stuff, but you just never know what to expect because it's like such a diverse industry people are coming and going for so many different reasons you Mm -hmm. got people in law school who are shooting on the side you got people who are homeless and they're shooting to fucking get their then you got those typical girls that come from fucking minnesota yeah come live here and do shit like i i met a girl when i first started she -hmm. came from i think milwaukee or some shit came out here for like a couple of months didn't and went back home and now I see her on Twitter. She's in this little happy life working at a shoe store and shit. Like, <laughs> it's weird. Like, a lot of people, I mean, people turn to porn because they either like sex. I mean, well, girls really mm-hmm. turn to porn for they're trying to make money. Mm-hmm. They're mostly the black sheep of the family and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. But, and then there are some girls who I see, like, like they come from rich families mm-hmm. even. And they're just doing it kind of, like, as a rebellion fun thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, there was, like, this girl who I met at a party or something like that, and she was, like, talking about how she st- had to do... She had she stopped sex work because her parents were like, please, we'll pay for you to go to law school 
if you stop mm. and she's like man i really didn't want to stop but i guess i'll go da, da, da. and for me someone who started camming don't get me wrong i really like it like i love the fact that i'm able to do other stuff and control my website because obviously like i don't have to do it but i really enjoy it but hearing the difference between like the girls who kind of like dog fart for example mm. do scenes like that where it's like oh there's like a confederate flag in it and they're not white so it's kind of this weird thing but they're like but i need to pay my rent versus like someone who's like well i just like got a free scholarship to da 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 my parents are putting me through law school for this da 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 i wanted to be in law school mm. i got like a scholarship for mock trial or whatever because blah 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 so for me i really did want to go to law school at some point but like a bunch of bullshit happened like life you know whatever and then that's when i started doing sex work and thankfully for me i was able to twist it in a way that it wasn't just like i yeah, have to do it you know i'm not like it's that it's all in your mind too like i like i don't want to mention the name on this girl but i saw her uh, on twitter she was like yeah after the point of words i'm quitting because I have to leave when I still have my self-esteem because I see all these bad comments about me, but at the same time, I see good comments about, it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's, I don't know, it's weird. Like the girl that killed herself, like mm-hmm. she was saying like, oh yeah, people love what she do. And on the same end, people are giving a shit for it. You know, if you can't deal with this type of work, like if you're gonna be a sex worker, you gotta really, really be strong and, and do it. Like, I do this because I love it. I don't do it because I have to. Right. Or it's an easy thing for me to do. I do it because I actually really love it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you know, coming on girls' perspective, I know it's a little different because you got how your family's going to think, if you have a brother and stuff like that. So it's a little, you know, like guys, like parents are kind of just, you know. Right, it's like, a little you know, the, different. The, the standard, People don't probably tweet you like, well, what does your dad think? Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like mm-hmm. not, the, the stigma is different. So I think like the self-esteem stuff, girls have such this weird like pressure of like, that's why like so many porn girls end up getting little like fillers and all these things that like in other places, it's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, if I even say Botox in the Bay, people are like, what? Those crazy girls that look... I'm like, you're thinking about a facelift, a fucking Mm -hmm. all this bullshit, but it's because of the stigma of like, oh my God, plastic surgery is so crazy or whatever, but it's so normalized when you commodify your body, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, I see how sometimes it gets twisted into a self-esteem thing so you just really have to be self-aware of what you can and can't handle in a way you know what i mean and obviously like we don't always know what we're signing up for Mm -hmm. you know when you do it but that's a huge part of it is like you know i think that's why a lot of like strippers and escorts don't understand porn stars because Mm -hmm. it's so public yeah there's a lot of i I met a lot of strippers there like yeah i would do porn but damn i want my face out like that but they go do, going to every strip club, and because like even though you're in a strip club, there's only a certain amount of people there, and you don't feel like you don't get noticed. But like once you're doing porn, it's like like if you do one video, no one's gonna know who you are. But right. if you're actually trying to pursue a career, yeah, it's gonna someone's gonna find like with Jayla, like friends, her brother friends, then hit her and be like, oh, what's up? Like trying to holler at her and shit, just like creep shit like that. That shit happens yeah. once people find out what you're doing. Yeah. Like, the perspective changes. I um, can see the subscribers on my website and their email addresses and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I have their information. I can't see everything. You know what I mean? It's safe for you guys or whatever. 
but I've seen like my sisters, like guy friends and stuff like that. <laughs> my sister's like two, three years older than me. Um, but yeah, so um, what do you normally talk about on your thing? Like, do you talk about like the the experience or? Yeah, pretty much. Like, I do like a walkthrough. Mm-hmm. Like, what pretty much what happened now was. Okay, so okay, so we covered like the DM thing, and mm-hmm. then. Uh, yeah, so all the part to uh, me getting here. Yeah, yeah. so Jay, uh, Jay gets here, and we're like, I don't know. I think I immediately felt like kind of comfortable though, because like we were smoking a blunt, and it wasn't like he was just up on me in a like too aggressive way. Like I feel like guys are always like put their hand on your leg or mm-hmm. like do this shit and stuff just to like kind of. Like, it's, like, a, a dominance thing, almost. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of guys would just be sitting there, like, I'm like, what the fuck I'm are you doing, bro? Like, I'm, you, so yeah, like, you know, and it's, like, I get it, because they want to make sure that they're going to get what they came for, quote, mm-hmm. unquote, or whatever, but it's kind of awkward, you know? So, um, I liked that. It was chill. And I liked, uh, excuse me, try not to, like, burp into the cam, <laughs> uh, or the mic, um, but it was just real chill. But also, I think that's a, like kind of a Bay Area thing too. Is like just chill. Like I'm not I'm, really I'm super laid back. Yeah, I like same. I, I don't really like uh, feeling the pressure of doing anything or feeling like I have to do something. Or that was my whole thing with like the Tinder stuff. Like I feel like a lot of people would come and it would just be like this awkward like thing where I was like, "Am I trying to figure out?" Because I want to vibe with you a little bit before. Mm-hmm. My, you know what I my mean? biggest thing is like being comfortable. Like the girl that I had an interview with off Tinder, my first podcast, she was like, you know, I really like you because you let me come over. We was drinking a little bit. I got to get to know you. You was asking me questions, and then we chilled. And she was like, yeah. So then you asked me. So yeah, whenever you feel comfortable to start, just let me know. But we can just chill. So that's how I try to take. I don't want to just come like, hey, all right, let's get straight to it. Right, and it's better that way because you want it to be organic and mm-hmm. you want it to kind of happen naturally and that's how i am especially like with like independent shoots and stuff like that i like it to kind of i don't know just flow a certain way so that's why i have a mix of like professional and amateur stuff because it's like different levels of that or whatever and then do you talk about like specifics and that like i don't know how um, you no not really just about like how it went but the head you gave me was like really amazing really so i like to i like to look yeah and then yeah it was like Y'all, look, I'm <laughs> telling you, I cannot believe I don't suck dick on camera, you guys. Because sometimes I do see... Y'all better start requesting that and pay her for that. Please it's, request. It's, it's if you give me a commission to do it with him, I will do it. Just, I'm throwing it out there. If it's like a high enough commission, I'll do it. Yeah, please do it, because I would love, I would I love think, that. And the funny thing <laughs> is, like, later I texted him, like, I was like, I think I might have had cotton mouth or something. Usually I'm better. Da, 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 da. So hearing this, I'm like, oh, I'm so validated. <laughs> yeah, I was good. I was like, oh, man. Was... That makes me so happy. That makes me, yeah. Yeah. Well, I let him back in my house, so you know must how it been, went. Must have been good. <laughs> yeah, it was chill. No, I really liked it. Honestly, I would do it again, like, hands down for sure. Yeah, it's kind of different talking about our, like, Tinder hookup because we, like, met on twitter at first so it's a little different but that's crazy i can't believe i would that's my thing i like to you know let people know like 
You can really have great moments and intimate moments with people, even though you don't know them Mm -hmm. fully. Because a lot of people be like, oh, I can't just do something with someone a little bit like that. What you mean? Yeah, you can. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, okay, so like the dude that the main dude I'm talking to, he basically like when we first started getting kind of like more emotionally invested and stuff like that, he was like, well, it will never get to like you know this point because. I'm just A, B, and C. I'm like, well, for me, too. It'll mm-hmm. never get to this point because I'm always going to be fucking other people. Or, you know, like, this is my first time being single, basically, in my adult life. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to tie myself down to a conventional-ass relationship where I'm like, oh, my God, I'm your wife. I'm going to bring you, you know, I'm going to cook you dinner every night and never look at other dudes. And di-. No, that's not, no, 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 no. That's not what comes with me. So I think we both were very, like, used to the fact that other people were conventional so we came together in that way and then i don't know why i started talking about that (laughs) what the fuck were we talking about what made me talk about that i have no idea hold on (laughs) okay i remember now i had to pause and go back and like listen or whatever but um you know i think people have this whole thing of like oh well if you really liked me you couldn't fuck this person or you couldn't do a b and c but like as a sex worker i feel like i've been able to explore like what was taught to me Mm -hmm. of how you're supposed to be and not necessarily like i don't know like there's a very you know cookie cutter way and i think for him it was like that too where uh we kind of were like well actually i have been in a lot of situations where I have like really liked this person fucked somebody else and it didn't really mean anything necessarily so of course I could still like you and you know what I mean like there's Mm. not that thing and I fucking hate that pressure and I think that's why I'm so nervous but why I was so nervous to start dating is because most people don't get it and if they are if they do get it they're almost too into it it's kind of creepy where they're like, yeah, I want to watch you fuck it. No, I don't need that. I still want that regular yeah, ass, Yeah, it's, a, it's you know? a thin line between. And sometimes when it gets too long, that person starts to change. So like we said earlier, like a guy wants a stripper and loves it. And then after you really get her, he's like, wait, what the fuck? Why are you shaking your ass for all these niggas? Like, you met me like that. Right. You were one of them. Like, and you liked it, mm-hmm. you know? So my, I have a little saying or whatever. It's like the same reason you like me is the same reason you won't wife me. <laughs> You know, like, (laughs) it's like, it's the thing that drew you to me, and then suddenly you want it to change, and that's like... That just shows what they they really like. They're coming to a point where they're like, wait, I don't think this is what I want. That's pretty much what it is. Like, with me, I'm committed. I can have a woman and have kids with a woman, and she can go out and escort and do all of that stuff and I will be at home with the kid. I can be right. a stay in the house dad if I, if I needed to and I would not worry. As long as I know I have my woman to come home with me, right. I'm, I'm totally cool. And you're safe. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. as far as like health wise, you're safe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You, and there's still boundaries. I think people think it's all crazy like willy nilly and stuff but it's like, okay, well if you come to me with your feelings, I'm not going to be abused by your feelings if you're feeling shitty and you want to take it out on me i'm not your punching bag but i'm not heartless you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i understand if you feel a little insecure sometimes you know sometimes i'm insecure too but there's that difference it's how they met you exactly and that's why i'm not with my one of my ex-girlfriends because she didn't meet me doing this so when she found out, she freaked out. Of course, she couldn't deal with it. But anybody I talk to now, you know, has to deal with it because right. you're, you're, you're meeting me this way. Exactly. And even if I, if we stopped at this point, 
dating would never be the same because you you know what I mean? I'd be like, well, look, here's the thing. There's like all these videos of me out there mm. and there's internet. You kind of have to be okay with that. And a lot of people aren't okay with it or they'll try and hide it and they're okay with it, but then they don't want to post you on da da da. And you know what I mean? So it kind of, it, yeah. But anyway, a little tangent. <laughs> <laughs> That's what podcasts are for, I guess. Um, all right. What did we say that the fucking outro was gonna be well i don't know if you, you want if you that. want your outro to be that i mean yeah you can do it are you cool with it yeah, okay cool with it. so all right uh i'm gonna try to find this real fast <laughs> this is hella funny on new year's by the way i asked the fucking dj to play fizzle dance and he was like nah fuck that and he put on keep the speak i was like okay i could <laughs> i could deal with that i'll deal with that um all right but thank you yeah it was great having oh, yeah. um like talking to you yeah great. i like talking to you too all right so uh something about mini and then fuck it let's talk fuck about it, it let's talk about it with jahan yep you can just go on itunes and type in jahan x you'll find me on there um on twitter it's jahan x should actually just google it's jahan x you'll find all my shit on there yeah i like that google search do you have um instagram Yes, I do. Uh, my Wait, Instagram is... I tried to find it earlier. I just made a new one. I got, like, reported, like, six different times. So I had to yeah. make a new one, like, on my seventh. It's... Uh, Were fuck, you deleted at 100 million K? No. Wait, 100 million K? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, my Instagram is the underscore real Jahan X. I'm about to follow it. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. It's been, it's been real... This is like a taste of a, our kind of our recreational sex life because none of this has been filmed yet. And don't ask us what he's saying because the bay don't know what Keep the Sneak is saying either, okay? With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.